0: Okay, yesterday uh, <coughs> we began the third parak, my own the me by reading, talking about selling the shul, that you're only allowed to use the money to uh, buy something more kaddish than a shul, which is uh, Aran Kadesh, Sefer Torah, Svarim, etc., now, there's a three-way machlekas over here as to whether you have lim- limitations at all when you sell a shul. So, for instance, uh, there are three shitas. The mere shita is, is that when you sell a shul, you can mm-hmm. ne- never sell a shul absolutely. You always have to um, write in an option to the contract that you can take it back if you want. Um, it's not the way that we passkin. The Chachamim say that you can sell a shul absolutely However, um, you're not allowed to sell it for a Dover Mavuza, and you're not allowed to use it uh, for a Dover Mavuza. The people that buy it, or well, you can't sell it to people in order for them to use the Dover Mavuza, which are four things. Number one, a tannery, which smells very bad, a merchatz, a mikveh. And uh, a place where you wash clothing—all these are considered to be Zion That's the way that we pass them. Rabbi Yehuda says that you can sell it as a chutzner, and then the people can do it, with, can do with it whatever they want. Uh, we say that that's not right. If you know that they are going to uh, use it for a davar mivuzah, so then you're not allowed to sell it to them under those circumstances. So. Mishnah says So you're going to only sell a shul with a tanai that if they want they can take it back. To Rabbi Mayer, You can sell it forever. is a tannery. is a mikveh. is a place where you wash clothes. If you want to use it as a tannery or one of the other things, so you can do it, you just have to sell it min astam for chutzir mashir mashiyurtsayase. That's perfectly permissible, but we don't passkin like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay. Uh, next, we talk about the fact that uh, the pasuk says v'hashimoesi es mikdashekhim. It says it in the teichacha. Um, Shmamen is when something is destroyed, but that shows that even a beseknesis. Which is destroyed still has a kedusha and therefore you're limited in what you can use it for. So the Mishnah tells us that you can't have a there. Interesting. A lot of times dafka nowadays you'll have a spaidim dafka in a shul, but uh, in takufa so it was considered a bizein to have a spaidim in the shul. You wouldn't do it, maybe in front of the mace it's talking about, but uh, um, what's it called? But uh, you can't do that, even if the base, base um base Knesset was Nechrad. You can't use it to manufacture ropes. You can't spread nets there to catch uh, animals or things which may be going through, and um, <clears throat> you uh, you can't use it. You can't, you can't use it as a sh- you can't use it as a shortcut. And, uh, you, um, what's it called? And, um, yeah, and you can't use it as a place to spread fruit in order to dry out, to produce uh, dried fruit. Uh, one more thing that the missionist says is that if you have a base of knessus, which is destroyed, and patches of grass start to, to grow there, so because of the fact that we want people to feel the Agmas Nefesh or the korban of this shul, so, you're not allowed to cut the grass. In other words, it's supposed to be left there, in that state, so that everybody um, feels the loss of this shul. So the Mishnah says, Oed Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, Vesek nessa Shecharav, a shul, which is destroyed, you can't have Hespidim inside of it. V'Eyn MaShilim B'Toichai Chavolim, you can't uh, tie ropes, V'Eyn Parson L'Toichai you can't spread out nets to catch animals, you can't spread out on the roof of the shul, dry fruits, to drive the fruits, and you can't make it a shortcut, because the Pesach says, even when they're desolate, if grass starts to grow, which shows the Chorban, you can't mow it, you can't uh, uproot it, because we want people to feel the loss of that basic Knesset. Everybody, have a good night.